T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Live, presented by Kaleida Health. You bet your bippy it's One Bills Live. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you, hour number two. And as promised, Bills defensive coordinator Leslie Frazier addressing the media after practice today, talking not only about a homecoming of sorts as he goes back to play against the team that he once played for as a player, cornerback for the Chicago Bears, including the famed 85 team, but also the task that is Justin Fields. Here is Coach. Coach, how dangerous is uh, Justin Fields? Man, uh, uh, Mookie, a thousand-yard rusher at quarterback. I mean, that doesn't happen very often, and uh, he's dangerous. I mean, he's extremely dangerous with his, with his speed, and he's got a good arm as well. He can throw the football. He's not just a one-dimensional uh, quarterback, but for sure his strength is scrambling and making plays uh, with his feet. I mean, they have a lot of design quarterback runs uh, because of that. So he's, he's he's really good carrying that football. How much do you carry over from facing Lamar earlier in the year and even somewhat recently a few times to combat and defend a guy like Fields? Yeah, I think you have to look back a little bit and just see uh, some of the things that we did against Lamar, and I'm sure they're doing the same thing. And uh, I mean, Lamar's outstanding running quarterback and can throw it as well, and they're similar in a lot of ways. but. Yeah, you do reflect back a little bit on some of the things you've, you've done in the past. Obviously, I mean, you're fourth here. You were now fourth in the league in run defense. It sounds like you don't, you're not worried that the Dolphins unlocked a problem that everyone can just exploit. Well, like I said, you, you don't want people to feel comfortable running the ball. And, uh, you know, we've had some situations where 
not only this year, but in years past, where someone has some success running the ball, and then you got to regroup, you got to learn from it, and and play it better going forward. And uh, we've been able to do that in the past, and you like to believe that we can do it again. So. What's been the, like, the vibe in the meeting rooms when you guys are looking at that tape and talking about some of those missed tackles? When these are proud guys that have had a great season, I'm sure that there is probably an energy around fixing the problems. You're absolutely right, Matt. There is an energy around that, and guys do have a lot of pride, and they want to get better at, the, at, at that part of the game. Because in, in the NFL, on defense, you have to tackle. Now, this time of the year, you can't really work on it the way you want to. Uh, you don't have on pads. Uh, this is a non-padded week for us. But you have to mentally put yourself in that frame of mind to be able to go out and tackle and, and get guys to the ground. That's a big part of being successful on defense. And you know our guys have uh, rebounded in the past when it comes to that. Now, this week, we're playing the, the team that has the most rushing yards on average per game than anybody in the league. So, um, you know, we'll have our hands full in the run game, and we got to do a good job versus the run. He's run up, getting, uh, go ahead. I was just going to say, how much can getting Jordan Phillips back help with that if he's able to play? I think Jordan will definitely help us, Elena, but it still takes 11 guys. Uh, but it's, it'll be great to have him back, and hopefully coming off this injury, he can go out and, and, and give us – you know something similar to what he did prior to the injury, and if that's the case. That'll help us for sure. But uh, but it takes all eleven guys. Yeah, you brought up Christian a, a moment ago, and he's eligible to return for the weeks here. What does that all look like when you have another player that you want to get on the field? Because you guys have you know split snaps with two guys before, but I don't recall you've done it with three before. So how does that all look? Yeah, you know it'll. It'll, it's, it remains to be seen. You know, I don't see us going three or four guys either. So uh, it'll be good to get Christian back when the time comes, and then we'll sort it out when that time comes. Things change so much from week to week, but we'll see where we are when he's able to, to get back on the field. It's been Last a balance for a while of hoping for some continuity there, but also wanting to get different looks at guys. Is it any different at this point in the season when there's only a few regular season games left of, like, do you need to solidify it a bit more, or is it still kind of wanting to weave people in? Yeah, I, I think Catherine is, is beginning to clear up a little bit. This last game, I think, helped us in a lot of ways uh, to create some clarity, just being able to see Kyrie go out and play as well as he played. And hopefully, uh, between he and Dane, they can put back-to-back -back games together. It's, it's great to have Trey back out there competing. Uh, so I think things are beginning to, to clear up for us. Um, hopefully, this next week will solidify some things in our mind as we get closer to the end of the regular season uh, but you know it's still uh, uh, taking views at guys for now but hopefully it's, it's Dane and Kyrie and we'll see where it goes from there. You mentioned a little week ago it's good to see Trey progressing you understand he's not going to be Trey probably for a, a bit here but did you notice another step forward in even just his personality and the way he carried himself and certainly the play against the Dolphins? Yeah, I, I, I thought Johnny was a really good week in preparation for pre, uh, preparation for him, better even than the, than the weeks before. Uh, his confidence, you could see it growing, and he made some really good plays on the ball in that in that, in that game as well against you know an outstanding receiver. Uh, so I think it was a big step for him to go up against that type of competition to get another gauge of where he is and what he needs to work on. So and that's just part of the process. And but I think it was a good game for him to be able to to get a feel for where he's at. You mostly had him shadow Waddle, and I know most people would think you would go with Tyreek. So what went into that decision? Well, we were doing some things strategically uh, for Tyreek, and that kind of played into that, so without getting into too much detail.
Like, you know, we've talked all season about the value of Taryn. Um, I mean, uh, is there a, was there any point? I, I get the, that you would not be, that's your defense, Taryn. You know, you're not, I mean, unless they come out with, you know, 10 offensive tackles, you're not moving, you're not taking Taryn off. Uh, what do you think? I mean, Taryn is your guy. Yeah, yeah I mean, Taryn is done a great job for us as you know uh, over the last few years and he's a big reason why we've been able to play good defense so you don't want somebody to run you out of your nickel no you know you you, you have to be conscious of that possibility and we do have some contingencies and uh, but the way we played to run better in the second half kind of solidified you know we have some answers if if, if you're not in your gap, it, it doesn't matter if we're in base personnel or not. It doesn't. If you don't tackle, it doesn't matter what personnel you have on the field. So uh, when it's that issue, that's one thing versus schematically, you know, you can't get it done with that personnel that's on the field. But missed tackles, gap, gap integrity, that's a different matter. Ken talked about how he's got two game plans uh, if it's an extreme weather situation. Uh, you know, you had the extreme weather game against New England here last year. Uh, um, is it almost like do you have two game plans, or, or it's just you focus on this side of the call sheet? Uh, no, you you do need to have a contingency for sure, because uh, weather, like that New England game, can really change strategy. And um, you know we've been on a few weather games over the years, and you do have to have a plan if things get so severe that it alters the passing game or it affects the run game, whatever it may the footing on the field. So you. You have to think those things through ahead of time, and you hope whatever you go to works. You know. Um, Damar Hamlin, he's a second-year player, but at safety, kind of say that he's kind of like a rookie, right? Because mm -hmm. I mean, he's starting games, playing for a long stretch of time. How have you seen him handle that role and assess what you've seen out of him from a playing perspective, especially the last few years? I think Matt, he's really grown uh, over the last, say three or four weeks, uh, he's really taken a, a big jump. Um, he's tackling better, uh, still an area he wants to continue to improve on. Uh, but the biggest uh, leap has been his confidence and being able to communicate. We counted on Micah and Jordan for so long to communicate on the back end with the rest of our secondary and linebackers and to help Tremaine. Well, you know, losing Micah, we lost some of that. And, and Jordan has been kind of in and out of the lineup at times. So we needed DeMar to step up verbally and he's begun to do that, and that's that's big for our, our, our pass defense and our, our run defense as well. So it's good to see him growing in that area. What have you seen from Micah behind the scenes? Like, what has he been like in terms of going through this? He hasn't missed time like this before. That's a good question, Elena. He, he, he's been really good for us in the meetings. Uh, I've referenced him so many times uh, with DeMar, with uh, Daquan Johnson, and and just trying to get those guys to go back and look at some of Micah's tape uh, to be able to get a feel for how he operated. And um, But his words of encouragement to those guys, uh, his being at practice, his watching tape with them, all those things have to help them. And um, and that's one of the reasons I think DeMar has gotten better as the year has gone on uh, with because of Micah's presence, as opposed to if he were not in the building, not around, uh, I, I think that would, that would kind of hurt us a little bit. It's, he's been a, a big plus for us. The sideline with a headset and all that? Or are you like, should we bring you on as a coach? Like, <laughs> yeah, he, he's he's been good in that respect as far as communicating and talking to the guys and encouraging them. And so, 
you know, appreciate what he's doing. He may have a feature in coaching one day for sure. What did you think of Greg's game, Greg Rousseau against Miami? Greg has continued to play well for us, Mark. He had a, a, another good game for us. Uh, there were a couple of plays that if he weren't on the field, you know, I wonder how those plays would have would have gone. So uh, he's, he played well in that ball game, and uh, it's just good to have him back on the field. Those games when we didn't have him, you could really feel the difference, and you can feel the difference when he's on the field as well. You clinched a, a playoff spot on Saturday, four seasons in a row. Did you have a chance to reflect on, on that and what it means for the Bills organization to, to have that level of success? Yeah, it's, it's so hard to sit back and, and reflect because you go from playing that game on a Saturday to coming in on a Monday in, in preparation for another Saturday game. So you don't really have a chance to take a deep breath, uh, maybe after the season, but there's so much that, that we want to accomplish as a team. And I know for me personally, you're not really uh, in a reflective mode yet. Uh, you know, you're thinking about the next opponent and what you have to get done. Although, you know, we're all proud of the fact that we've made the playoffs again, but, you know, there's more. Uh, so, you know, I don't, I don't think any of us have sat around and thought a whole lot about uh, that achievement, although it's quite an achievement for sure. What's windier, Soldier Fields or Highmark Stadium? <laughs> Oof. I've played in some very, very windy games at Soldiers Field, but I don't know if I played in one quite like the one we had against New England a year ago, uh, but a lot of windy games at Soldiers Field. It's, it's, it will be close between the two. Yes. So, all right. And that would be a guy that would know, having played there for five seasons. Uh, I distinctly remember a playoff game between the Bears and the Giants in the 85 playoffs. Giants come to Chicago. That was the game when Sean Lindetta went to punt a football and missed it Whiffed. because the wind blew it three feet to the right from the time he dropped it to the time he tried to kick it with his foot. Yeah. he. I mean, that's <laughs> ridiculous. Dude. Yeah, that's pretty windy. Because um, um, I remember Brian Mormon when he used to punt here, he said there had been times where from his drop point to trying to kick it, it would move over about six inches, but and he would have to adjust his leg to still make mm-hmm. contact with the ball. Lendetta obviously did not do that for the Giants, completely whiffed on the ball. Now, he may have also been intimidated by a pass rush that was screaming at his head right. um, on that play as well, but, yeah, the win there can get pretty stupid. How was it at Northwestern? Was it bad there, like in the stadium there? Uh, I don't remember ever having a game like that. Yeah. I had a couple of cold games, yeah, but... Not not windy. Now your season ends sooner <laughs> yeah. than the NFL season. Yeah, we didn't thankfully go to, we, for we you. We didn't go to bowl games when I was at Northwestern. Um, when I showed up, they were zero and thirty-one. So um, yeah, no, we never had uh, cold. Yes, absolutely cold. Yeah, but wind, I don't remember. Coach Frazier sounded very encouraged by the way Kyrie Elam played in last week's game against the Dolphins. Let's not forget this was a guy that was a healthy and active a couple of weeks ago for the New England game, if my memory serves me correct, and has slowly worked his way back into the lineup. He platoons with Dane Jackson last week, and I thought he was playing with an urgency uh, and an intensity that I think we all thought we we would and could see from Kair Elam. I would argue his performance was good enough to earn him even more playing time this week. And knowing it is a week-to-week league, I, I don't know. I, I think he gets more playing time 
this week than he even did well, last week in that platooning situation with Dane Jackson. Yeah, and we were talking, too, about the fact that I don't know how much the Chicago Bears skill guys scare you on the outside. Um, if you were going to go out and just, like, sell out and say, listen, here's how we're going to play this team. Let's see if they can do it. This may be one of those teams we were talking to Daquan Jones just a minute ago. I said, do you go in there, go three linebackers, go heavy in the box – and play man on the outside, and you know you got Nikhil Harry, Chase Claypool, uh, Equinemius St. Brown, Byron Pringle. Um, these guys; those are the four top those are wideouts. Top four, yeah. Um, I don't know, you, Kyrie Elam, Tre'Davious White. Let's see what you got. You know, if you if you can shake loose with a single high safety, um, we'll see if you can do it. Uh, that may be the time to do it this game. Yeah, because playing two safeties deep is not the recipe against this Bears team. They're just going to run the football, especially if it's windy. Unless you can, unless you know Josh and the offense smells blood in the water, they go out and they they hang twenty eight points on you in a half. Well, and then you got you got to catch up. Yeah, that well, obviously, yeah, that would change the, the complexion of the let game. Let me say this: that's the best kind of complimentary football, right there. <laughs> here's twenty eight defense. Here's twenty eight in the first half. <laughs> Have fun getting after the passer. Yeah, there you go. Um, that's fun. But even when you get after the passer with Justin Fields, if he escapes, it's a lot like a Josh situation. Very much so. Um, so Very just because so. they may be forced to stop running the ball in the conventional way, whether it's a design run for Fields or something with Jordan Montgomery, they get behind by two or three scores. It doesn't mean the threat of Justin Fields running is over. I mean, I still remember a few weeks ago, he runs over the Miami sideline, and Mike McDaniel, the head coach of the Dolphins, is saying, will you knock that off? He says it right to Justin Fields as he's walking by. you got to stop doing that. Like, tongue-in-cheek, of course, but because of his improvisational running when you know he didn't like what he saw downfield, he's giving them fits. It's always, and, and the Dolphins know this from playing. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Josh so much. It is the great equalizer. I don't. It doesn't matter how bad things are going or how great they're going for your defense. You got a guy like Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts or Justin Fields 
or Lamar Jackson who just, yeah, you know what's third and fifteen? Watch me pick this up. We saw Josh do it two weeks ago. Yeah, you know, just tumble up over the top, get it. Okay, let's go. Well, and here is an indicator that Chicago does that. We know they're the number one running team in football, but we also know they're the worst passing team in football. If you had to guess, Steve, what would you estimate? their third down conversion rate league ranking to be with those two numbers? Oh, that's a great question. I would say... What would be your guess? They run the ball a lot. Right. But third down conversion percentage, where do you think think they rank in the league? Bottom two or three. They are seventh. Oh. Seventh in the league in third down conversion percentage with the worst passing game in football. That's because you got a quarterback that can run it. I... Yeah. You're in manageable down and distance and manageable enough where you can run for it half the time, probably. I've laughed a couple of different times. In 2020, when when Josh exploded onto the scene, and and in time since, the broadcast will give you a shot of the opposing defensive coordinator. In 2020, they gave you a shot of Robert Sala, defensive coordinator of San Francisco. (laughs) And Josh is throwing it all over the yard and then snapping off runs. He's over there, and and he had a mask on. Remember, everybody had to wear masks? He had a mask on. It was below his nose. And his look on his eyes were like he was just trying to think his way out of what he could do to stop the Bills' offense, and he was out of ammunition. Out of answers. He was out of answers. He's sitting there watching Josh pinpoint throws over the linebackers, under the safeties, on the money, to a receiver, in stride, and then snapping off, breaking a tackle, and jumping loose and going and converting a third down. He's sitting there looking at – he's gazing off into the distance with this stare that's a 1,000 yards away. And he has no answers. Then, a couple of weeks later, the Bills roll into Denver in mile high, and Vic Fangio is the defensive is the head coach, defensive coordinator for the Broncos. Josh snaps off a 21-yard touchdown run after throwing it and throwing it all over the yard, and then he snaps off a 21-yard touchdown run, and Vic Fangio's got the play sheet in his hand, and he's over there like checking for rain with the play sheet in his hand. Yeah. He's like going, yeah. and his hands, just, his hands just drop, and his shoulders just slump. Hey, you're dejected. You can't. There's no defense for that. Yeah. And Chicago uses Justin Fields the same way, although Justin doesn't throw it anywhere near like the Bills do with Josh Allen and right. company. They do the same thing with Jalen Hurts. Lamar Jackson, that's, their whole offense is built around him doing it. You know, it's just. These defensive coordinators, there's just no easy answer. And what it comes down to is this. you got to have a defensive athlete make a play on him. You outrun him, catch him, get a hand on him, pull him down, sack him. Mm-hmm. A couple of offensive linemen got to blow their assignments. you got to get in on them, right? That's the only hope you've got. You can stop their run game, their, their under center, handoff, straight handoff kind of stuff. The Bills aren't that good at it or whatever. But when he drops back to pass, even when you get a free rusher or you get pressure on him, the guy rolls out to his right, jumps in the air, out of bounds, and throws a touchdown pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a tough day at the office for a defensive coordinator. Not easy for and sure. It's, and it's, the Bills aren't the only ones that do it. Fields is doing it. And like you said, they're a top 10 third down conversion plan, and they don't throw it. Right. We have to take a break here, but when we come back, Chicago's top-ranked rushing attack may be getting even stronger this week. We'll explain why next here on One Bills Live, presented by Collider Health. It's Buffalo Bills Radio. 
All right, welcome back to One Bills Live. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you. We mentioned before the break that Chicago Bears' rushing attack, ranked number one in the league, could be getting stronger this week. They just announced today that Khalil Herbert, backup running back to starter Jordan Montgomery, has been activated off the injured reserve list where he had been for the better part of the last month with a hip injury. There is no certainty that he'll be in the lineup on Saturday, but with a good practice week, fresh set of legs, could be back in the lineup for them yeah. this week, and that would upgrade their rushing attack Absolutely, because he is a good change of pace back to Jordan Montgomery. He's got 108 carries for 643 yards, right at six yards a carry. And he's got a long of 63 on the year and four touchdowns. Yeah, that's, that's I think a guy he's got a couple of 100-yard rushing games, too. They, they, Montgomery uh, missed some time. Yeah, he's he can play. Um, his stats say it, and they bear it out. Um, the guy that's in there also, Montgomery, who's got 172 carries for just under 700 yards. He's at four yards per carry. But, you know, and then they've got, like the Bills, Justin Fields, who's got 1,000 yards at seven yards a carry, and carried it 143 times so far this year. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if Herbert is up this week and playing. No, this this time of year, Steve, I don't have to tell you this, but running backs are a beat-up bunch. I mean, I don't even care right. if you've got a committee backfield, but a guy like Jordan Montgomery is probably hanging a little bit here going into week 16. Um, oh, yeah. You can get a guy that's been on IR with a fresh set of legs coming out on the field. He's going to look faster than everybody. That's right. And it's interesting because Chicago's team stats – are a lot like Buffalo's, you know, the, the distribution of touches and all that, except for one thing. One guy on Buffalo gets a ton of targets and has a ton of catches, digs. Chicago does not have that. Right. Their guys and that's are, due partly because the injury. Mooney is one of their top receivers. Right. He went out with a season-ending injury. He, had, he still leads the team in receptions. He has yeah. 40. Then it's Komet with 39, Montgomery end, with 28, yeah. St. Brown with 18. So they – they do not throw the ball well at all, and the Bills are just the opposite. They got four guys with forty or more catches. Of course, you know Steph with ninety nine, uh, Singletary. The running backs got thirty five. So they've the Bills have a more potent throwing offense without question. Um, but they're you know they spread it around. Yeah. So you. Th- you really wonder how Leslie Frazier and the defensive staff see the Bears' offense. Right. And David Montgomery is not a um, he's not a breakaway threat in the run game. As a matter of fact, a lot of his skill set is similar yeah. to that of Devin Singletary. He's a good contact balance back. Um, so, you know, he's, he's a guy that gets yards after initial contact. Not quite as shifty as Motor, but has that ability. But he's not a guy that's going to run away from defensive backs, even if he breaks through the second level they're, for I'm long touchdowns. You, they're not that far away in, in the way they do. Here's the, I'll give you an example. Montgomery has 170 runs on the year. He, he's carried 170. His long is 28. Yeah, that's my point. Right. And now Devin Singletary has 158, so he's like 12 less. His long is 30. They're kind of the same guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they were in the same draft, taking two picks apart. Right. So both third-round draft choices. Um and, you know, productive guys, but just not yeah, they got, they that supreme 
athletic breakaway threat. Neither of these guys are going to be mistaken for like a Brees Hall. You know what I mean? Right. Or a Mostert or whoever. You know, yeah. they're just not that fast. But um, still, I think you can say both guys, the team trusts them. You know, and that's what Devin Singletary brings. Hard nose running, makes a guy miss, can uh, can run intact. And, he, and aside, uh, unlike the beginning part of maybe Motor's career, he doesn't turn it over very much. Right. And Khalil Herbert, don't get me wrong, Khalil Herbert's not a burner either. I mean, he runs in the four or fives, but there's a little more uh, suddenness to his game. I don't know if I'd quite call him explosive, but there's a little more of a stop-start quality uh, to his running, and he's one cut downhill go. Like, there's no dancing with him. Uh, right. And he's been productive when he's been called upon. So we'll see if the Bears uh, get Khalil Herbert back into the lineup in the offensive backfield for them this week. We do want to get to the locker room uh, following practice today. Ike Butker, who has been activated off reserve PUP and is now part of the 53-man roster, is a possibility to be up and active this week. It's unlikely he's in the starting lineup. We know this team is one that likes to ramp players up, even though he has been part of the practice setting for the past three weeks while on reserve PUP. But we thought we'd get some thoughts from Ike Butker, what he's thinking about now that he's back on the 53-man roster and almost a year removed now from his season-ending Achilles injury of 2021. Here is Ike. I know we talked to you what, a couple weeks ago yeah. when the window opened. How differently do you feel now than when we when we spoke to you and, and you said you kind of need to get your legs under you? Um, I'm just feeling a lot better every week. I've I've seen a big jump just in confidence in the way I'm moving, and uh, this week's you know the same. Uh, just really happy to be out there and and happy for the opportunity. Is it wild? Is it's kind of ironic. Trey, one year almost from his injury, now almost a year away from yours. Was this kind of your timeline here to say, okay, I, I think. Let, let's get this back within a year. Yeah, I mean, in my head for sure. Um, a lot of pra- a lot of prayers, um, and just really felt like this was going to be about the time from way back. I, I told, you know, Joe Meek in, in the training room, like I'd really like to be back by Christmas, and just so happened to work out about perfectly, and I, I couldn't be happy happier without feeling. It seems like your time here has kind of been like a seizing an opportunity when you know unfortunately it seems to pop if someone goes down you kind of seems like you're in that same position here this week it, do, do you kind of see the timing you know unfortunately with Mitch or whatever the timing almost perfect for the team I mean yeah I'm just I'm taking it one day at a time and I'm trying to get myself ready if the team needs me and, and that's really my mindset you know I'm not you know planning on anything I'm just I'm just taking it one day at a time and if my number's called I'll be I'll be ready to go how big of a mental yeah, it's you know a challenge every day. It's been a challenge every day just to keep that that drive and that that hunger alive, just with it being so long. But you know, I've got a, a super su- supportive family, and I have a strong faith, and that's really helped me. And to be honest, once my 21 uh, day period got activated, I was like, I don't know, it almost seemed like yesterday that it went really fast, really fast to me. So you know, it was a grind, but. I learned a lot about myself and, uh, you know, my family, like I said, was my, my wife, especially was super supportive and she really stepped up and, and took care. I was said I was our third child this year. So, uh, she had three kids instead of two this year. So she, she did a great job. Can you shed any light on what you learned about yourself? Cause a, a year away from what you do, I mean, that's a, that's a lot. Yeah. I mean, I would just say I really want number one, how much I miss football and, and being out there with the guys. I, have been and my wife said it 
uh, last week. She's like, you're in such a better mood. I'm like, yeah, because I'm, I'm back to doing what I love to do. And uh, just being back out there with the guys at practice has been, has been awesome. And just the energy I wake up with every morning, uh, it's just different. So I'd say that. And then just, you know, that determination and, and what it takes to come back from an injury like this. And I think going through it once already, you know, my senior year in college really helped. Um, but I'm hoping that this is the, the end of those. So I haven't really had any other, other injuries besides Achilles, so I guess it's my Achilles heel, but I'm, I got them out the way. Rep, rep to rep when you're back out on there in the practice field, especially in the team stuff, what are the biggest challenges or what have you noticed about, like, oh, this isn't the same that it was before? Honestly, nothing. I feel, you know, significantly stronger just from all the time I've spent in the weight room. I'd say the biggest thing for me right now is just catching back up to the speed. Um, but that's coming. That's coming coming along very nice. And, you know, that first week back out, I was like, either these people got way faster or I slowed down. But, you know, week four now, I don't feel that way at all. So, you know, I'm happy, happy to see that. I feel like a lot of guys around here are called Stallion. Yeah. But I, I feel like you might have been the first one to be called that. Is that true? I, I think I might have brought that brought that to that. the Bills a few years How ago. How did that originate? Uh, they, guys in college just called me that, and I just think it's a good compliment to give guys. So started calling people it and caught on. All right, so Ike Butker, that's that's the best mood I've ever seen him in. Steve and I, when you know we're making our way through the office here, we'll kind of make our way through a hallway that splits the weight room and the athletic training room. And sometimes inevitable, those doors are always open just so guys can pass through easily. And very often we'll see guys either doing rehab training or strength and conditioning training. And yeah, we've seen them all two in there. dozen times in the last nine months. We've probably seen Tredavious White and Ike Butker because right. those two guys had long term rehabilitation. We've already seen, we've already seen Vaughn in there. You yeah. Know? So yeah. So we run into these guys and Ike, had said too, and, and don't know if you know. I think Sean McDermott said this in one of his interviews about Ike Butker. Ike had a setback in April with his Achilles, so he had to like have it redone, or there, you know, something else had to be. He had to go to second surgery, yeah. And so that was a, a setback for him. So he had to start like from scratch in April, five months after the injury happened, when he got it fixed right away. It took a while for him to get back. Right. And he's been working really hard at it. And, and think about it. How how much you just take your Achilles. You, know, you take your body for granted, but your Achilles tendon, how much do you have to trust that thing? Yeah. And not only that, you know, for those not familiar with the way it works, at least the last time I checked, because I'm not a doctor, but when you have your Achilles reattached, they don't reattach the two ends that ruptured end to end, they overlap them. And what take what the reason it takes so long to come back from that injury is your rehabilitation regimen is required to get that Achilles tendon back to its original length. So that overlap piece has to be strengthened and, you know, conditioned, treated, massaged, everything until it gets back to the original length. Because if it's not, now you're going to have one Achilles tendon longer than the other, and that's not a good recipe getting right. back to a sport like football with 300-pound men leaning on a lineman like Ike Butker. So um, that's why it takes so long to get it back to the original length. Uh, 
while still maintaining its original strength. But that's as happy as I've seen Ike Butker in a calendar year, by far. Right. I mean, yeah. Isn't that it's, the vibe you got from? I mean, yeah, he was, it's got it. I remember what it's like to get out and start practicing and feel like you're a part of the team again. Uh, we all we've heard time and time again. We talked about it today on the show. We talk about it every day, and we hear evidence of it every day on the show. What the culture is here. But when you're injured and you're not in the locker room helping out, practicing every day, out there with the guys every day, you don't feel like you're a part of it. And to to have Ike Butker all of a sudden back in the mix, he's got to feel really good. You could see it on his face, how great it was for him to be a part of the team again. On the 53 roster, too. Uh-huh. I mean, it's not like he's on the practice squad or on anything. He's on the team. That's right. You could tell. It meant something to him. It makes him feel great. And it's been a long road back. And uh, there's got to be a great sense of satisfaction and accomplishment for him, and congratulations to him. And I tweeted this yesterday when the announcement came down that he was activated to the 53-man roster from Reserve PUP. The timing could not have been better because with Mitch Morse currently in concussion protocol and knowing it is his sixth documented concussion, it's hard to know how quickly he'll be able to make his way through concussion protocol on a short week, no less. So to have the depth of Butker... I think is valuable this week, knowing that it's probably going to be Ryan Bates or Greg Van Roten manning the center spot, the other guy manning guard. So just to know you have him in reserve, I think probably has this offensive staff breathing a little easier, even though he hasn't played in almost a calendar year. This this week coming up, week 16, this weekend is the weekend he did. He suffered that injury last year in New England, um, and then Ryan Bates stepped into the starting lineup for him. So – Good to see him back. I know the offensive staff's probably happy to have him back as a depth piece, at least right now. And if it turns into something more, all the better. We have to take a break here. Steve and I back to wrap up a Tuesday edition of One Bills Live next. We'll see you in two seconds. All right, some final thoughts of yours on the tweet sheet where we were asking you today which new addition to the Bills roster this season has impressed you the most. And... DW says Daquan Jones 100%. He's freed up the linebackers from having to cover multiple gaps. Very sound against the run and a better pass rusher than I expected. He's the player we always wanted Star Latulale to be. I will say, coming back from COVID year off, Star Latulale, I don't know what it was last year. It just looked like he lost some of his mojo. And maybe when you pull yourself from the game and the weekly grind and the competition and you know what I mean? Because like, of COVID. He, he, he opted out the COVID year. Right. Came back last year and just didn't seem like the same play. Yeah, he, he had trouble getting back into it. He Now, there was, you know, there's moments when he had, you know, great play. He yeah. had a sack in the Patriot playoff right. game, but that was the last play he made as a pro. He's, he's not anywhere. So, <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah. Uh, Daquan has been an upgrade because of his consistency and his production and his availability. No, no question. question. Primetime Bill says, often overlooked, Sam Martin. <laughs> How about go. that? A vote for the punter. He was busy the last couple of weeks. Let's not forget the Bills game against the Jets. They had to punt on their first five possessions. And more often than not, I mean, he's proven – I mean, he's a proven veteran punter in this league, but he's had a couple of coffin corner punts this year. have been good. Been good about pinning pinning the opponent down inside the twenty, inside I know the ten. Tyler Bass isn't complaining about him holding, so um, yeah, he's he's doing his entire job really well. So it'll, that's that's good to see. It's, I I get it, but I don't know. It'd be the most mm. underrated. So from always be rocking, Daquan Jones and the return of Jordan Phillips, best DT group we've had in forever. What do you yep. think about this four man unit when they're healthy? Well, when they're healthy, they're that's They're a pretty alone. good. It's very quartet. good. Very good. Now you know you're going back. You got some pretty good defensive tackle groupings, um, right? I know, mean, I recall Ted a Washington, Ted Washington, Pat, Pat Williams, Williams tandem that was pretty good. You couldn't move those guys with a bull. But that's just two guys. Like for a top four, uh, you right. didn't rotate them back then as much no, either. They didn't rotate there. But man, oh man, yeah, that's that's good though. That that he is good, uh, and that has really made a difference. No question about it. Daquan has been. It's been really, a rock really, in there. It was good to have really him in good. studio. Good to talk to him. And a Binghamton area native. So how about that? He's a New York State native, too. You don't see that much That's anymore. Right. Big show tomorrow, which will include sound from Josh Allen off the practice field and Bears defensive tackle Corey Wooten. We'll see you then. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. 
Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.